gentlemen, and welcome to the episode three of what we are now calling Wart, the unnecessary Star Trek podcast, as I like to call it. Uh, my name's Sean Mason, and I'm here with... Uh, I'm Matt Bibb. I'm Jacob. Yes. So we're hanging out at Man Cave, and we are going to watch some Star Trek. The episode we're watching today is on Netflix, season one, episode four, called Where No Man Has Gone Before. And uh, we'll get into what this episode, when you start to see the episode, we'll get into what, what is different about it right away. What is different about it, Sean? <laughs> this is the actual pilot. Oh, that's right. So this was the second pilot shot after they scrapped the first pilot that we haven't watched yet. But for some reason, they showed it third in the episode <laughs> series. So if you were hopelessly confused by the first couple of episodes of Star Trek, here's another one to explain the plot of the show to you. Yes. So, we're going to get started here. Uh, let's bring it up. I watched the previous two episodes, and when I when I watched this one, it was it was kind of tough. It was a little tough for me. <laughs> Why was it tough? I think we'll find out, but... Uh, it has the flaws of a pilot, right? It has all those problems where yeah. they didn't know what they were doing yet. And they're just making shit up as they go and along. That and just the datedness of it kind of caught up to me. I, I was watching it yesterday, and I was like... I can't believe I'm going to watch this again tomorrow. <laughs> it's super cheap looking. Yeah. Like, they did not spend a ton of money on this. When the actual show starts, it gets a little bit better, but... All right, so we've got on the clock 50 minutes, 31 seconds, and I'm pressing play in three, two, one, play. And there we have the Starship Enterprise flying through a nebulous cloud. <laughs> All right, let's talk about something else. Okay. <laughs> well, why is this one even considered a pilot if the okay. other one already had a pilot and then other air episodes aired? In what way is it a pilot? Look at that. So <laughs> zoom out. You know the the story of the first pilot being shot and then never aired because people hated it. So uh, then they got a, they got a chance to actually make a second pilot. I saw that this is the first time that was ever done. Yeah, the second pilot was actually shot, but they gave it a second chance. But now, remember, we've now seen two episodes where Spock is wearing the blue <laughs> science officer shirt. I was distracted by Shatner's giant zipper. Look at that. But right off the bat, he's in a different outfit. Yeah, yeah it was... Actually, this was the episode that was pitched again to the yeah, executives. Yeah, exactly. So... so. Uh, Leonard uh, um, McCoy's not in it. Who's that actor who plays the doctor? Yeah, that's probably part of what hurt it. Like I had already gotten used to McCoy being around, and now it's like, yeah, oh, no. I, mean, I think I think that's also why you might look at this episode and be like, wow, it's really bad. It's just you're comparing it because you've already seen two episodes that have a, that has a, a distinct style, and the style of this episode is totally different from the other two episodes. Plus, like, if you've already seen the first two episodes and you watched this one, but now in the Scotty, order it aired, Scotty wasn't in either of the other two episodes, but he's in this one. But you'd be like, "Who's that guy?" Right? Yeah. Where's that doctor from the last <laughs> right. episode? I just watched. And then all why, of a sudden, why is that alien guy wearing a different colored shirt? He's also got makeup. Like the the pilot, they had him. He had like green makeup. Yeah. They got away, and they did away with that after the pilot. Who who had the remake? Well, uh, Spock. Spock. Look at Spock's face; it's sort of greenish, yellowish. Because 
they, and they stopped doing that. They just let him use his natural color. But in this one, see how it's so you can see he's got. But here's the thing, and this is what I noticed the other day. Okay, well, anyways, we're getting to the opening, so I'm going to tell you information about the episode. Oh, okay. So, like I said, it's called Where No Man Has Gone Before. It was first aired September 22nd, 1966. The IMDb definition is the flight recorder of the 200-year-old USS Valiant relays a tale of terror, a magnetic storm at the edge of the galaxy. And it got a 7.8 out of 10. In the that's, IMDb Critics Review. That's high. Yeah, <laughs> having, having they ranked it higher than the first two episodes we watched. I don't I can't. I can't support that. Very generous. Yeah. This is some kind of nostalgia is, play. Is, yeah. That's, yeah. That is some... Rose-colored. Yeah. That is some confirmation bias of some so, kind in there. When I watched it the other day, and it struck me, because it's something that we talked about in the first couple of episodes, how the show is very progressive, yet the women are all in, like, the shortest fucking skirts in the world. Yeah. Watch this episode. They're all wearing pants. All the women are wearing pants in this. And they also all have pants on in the the cage. The other pilot. So they must have decided they so needed to this is a fucking... It's a, you got to believe it's a network thing, right? Well, yeah. Roddenberry didn't want to do that, and the networks told him to. Sex it up. And I was like... The, the other day when I watched it, I was like, fuck, I missed that. I didn't get that. I always kind of thought it was maybe him, but you think they was, told him you need some cheesecake I, on this show? Why? Then why? Why else would he change? You're right. Look, she's wearing pants. They all wear pants, and she's way harder than Yeoman Rand. Yeah, I don't know why she's a horrible actress. So maybe that's why they didn't. Do it. Oh man, we, we unlike we Yeoman Rand. About Yeoman Rand, man. When we get to the naked time, Yeoman Rand has some serious sexual. Both of them, not enemy within too. <laughs> Fucking oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I tend within someone. That's the other one I watched last night. You're right. Yeah, and her job is to stand uncomfortably close to the captain, You're just right. you know, so I can smell you good. Yeah. Well, watch this woman who's playing the yeoman now. She is like the ultimate robot actress. You can tell that she was like, they told me to walk here and stand here and look this direction. Watch when she moves. How she moves. Okay. <laughs> Spot just answered the phone. <laughs> oh, here we go. Sally Keller. Yeah. Hot Lips Hula. Yeah. Uh, right? The, the, from the original the movie, MASH. From the MASH movie. Which, if you never... perennial, perennial Oscar-style don't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every days. year they put those pictures out of, like, the worst-dressed people at the Oscars and... Sally Kellerman is always one of them. Yes. Because she shows up dressed like a really glamorous bag lady every year. Right. I don't know where she I don't know what. I don't know what happened to her hair. <laughs> yeah. Because look at how her crazy. hair used to be. Yeah. And well, now look at the way her hair is. Well, she's 80 years old now. Look at, look at how well she stands and stares. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at that girl. She just, <laughs> who's she looking at? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But they told She's her, just stand there and blankly that way. <laughs> and see, look, the doctor, this is the new... You don't have any splines, so we just need you to stand there and just look, look away. Yeah. But the, see, this is... And they also, you see the new doctor. Yeah, he's, he's a one-timer. You never see him again. So you've got to be completely fucking confused. It's like, why is this guy the doctor? What, happened, these what happened to the other doctor? And the audience is in 1966 just being Especially when Continuity. the doctor was the 
main character of the first episode. That's true. He's got a bigger part than Kirk does in that episode. People got me thinking, this was a show about... That's so just doctor. doctor. It's like yeah. doctor's life on a starship. <laughs> What's an like, doctor? What happened to the doctor? <laughs> he was the lead. So there's some bullshit explanation for where these powers come from. She's supposed to be some sort of expert on mind control. Well, they they both the reason they, the, the 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 theory on why I just both, watched this and I can't remember what happened. The, well, the theory on Spock's theory on the why. They were the only two affected, or why? Oh, times because were, they supposedly had because there was some high them. bullshit ESP right. test that they ranked highly. So on. they're susceptible. So they, to that's this. why they were most susceptible to get these godlike powers. Uh, when they put those contact lenses uh, on later in the episode, freaky as fuck. That dude. looks so uncomfortable. Yeah, to me. Like, <laughs> I I was so distracted by how painful how, those oh, contact must have lenses been just look. Horrible for them. Uh, yeah, I. I could not pay attention to what else was going on because I was just thinking about those poor actors. <laughs> and it was the 60s. They didn't give a shit. Oh, no. They, they didn't have like their eyes or anything like that. The union was weak. Yeah. <laughs> the unions were weak. They just said, you're an actor. Put this shit in your eyes. Yeah. You'll be fine. It's like how Malcolm McDowell got all fucked up on Clockwork Orange because Kubrick put it, made him put those pin, you know, they oh. pin his eyelids open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently they scratched the shit out of his cornea and oh, he was like permanently wounded. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick's like, who cares? I'm making a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> this is the price you pay for art. Ironically, the director of this show said the same thing that's to right. these guys. That's right. <laughs> Look at her, she's still oh, staring, man. She just stares into nothing. Next to a f- old-timey Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> So they're going to like the galactic barrier. It, or it's like, yeah, it's right? supposed to be the end of the galaxy. That's right. right. And they, they they encounter some massive force. The the geography of the galaxy <laughs> is real confusing on Star Trek. Like they didn't pay a whole lot of attention to what actual astronomers. <laughs> like, right. They go to some weird shit planet that's just called like Psi Two Thousand. Yeah. Like in the next episode, and it's like. That is not the name of a... Like, that's not how they name planets. <laughs> they don't just pick random numbers. Plus, they're at the edge of the galaxy. The, uh, yeah, like the... Like, the very edge. It's pretty fucking far away it, from yeah, where the rest of right. the Federation... No, this is the great... The greatest hand-holding with uh, the blonde chick and Gary as they get going into... Oh, the, are they... They're the, like... I don't know, but for some reason they start holding hands. I'm Wait, not sure why. Uh, that's supposed to be his girlfriend, I think. Do they say that? I think... I Well, I don't know. I don't think they say that. And I, don't, I don't remember them saying it. But She's just a, a vulnerable young that's, woman. Maybe that's her job. <laughs> <It's the whole> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> She's like, I just stare blankly into space and people hold my hands. She's like a comfort I'm animal. I'm a comfort girl. Yeah. I'm a comfortador. <laughs> Oh, plasma screen blowing oh, up. Oh, oh, oh. These things blow up on this ship a lot. They don't do the fake shaky as much, though. That hadn't been invented yet. Yeah, they haven't yet. done that yet. That isn't. Oh, there's a great example of that coming up. Yeah, and it's awesome, too, because the two pictures <laughs> in slant in different directions. Yeah. So they show the bridge. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh, she just got zapped. Oh, uh, oh he got zapped, too. Oh, Gary! <laughs> See, this is the first interesting thing that's happened in this episode so far. It's been on a long time. Yeah. 
1960s pacing is very different from the way TV shows are yes. based now. Well, like like what we talked about last time. There are time. long stretches because they had they had more time. Mm-hmm. Right. They the, the episodes got five more minutes than that five eight minutes more now, and they filled them yeah. with just. And now you know why you don't need 50 minutes right. to tell an hour-long show. Yeah. You so can I, do it in 38. <laughs> it's fine. I have this argument with Stan all the time about how movies are too long now. Oh, yeah. Like, no movie needs to be more than two and a half hours. If that. If, yeah. if that. Like, that's the max. I, I won't of, go see something I watch something a lot of term classic movies. Two and a half. And, uh, those well, movies are like ninety minutes. Yeah, and they're just absolutely snap. Just in and out. Yeah, get it done. Yeah, you don't so need like, all that time. Even the even the action flicks back then. But in the sixties, oh, oh, movies now are so so self indulgent, man. And they're just like I'm just gonna oh, have this. Does. Oh, it oh, happens. Oh, carcinogenic. Hold on, the silver eyes. Silver eyes. Well, it literally blinded that actor, so it's probably it's probably worth it that they. He has a fairly lengthy career. I looked up his IMDb He's in 2001. Page. Yeah. He is. He's one of the mains in 2001. That's Space the only Island. other thing I know him from is that. I mean, that isn't that long after this, though. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It was a but he's been TV. Like, yeah. He walked he, off set and they told him to keep the contacts. Up like 10 years ago, he was still doing TV. I mean, the, the contacts are Mercury, so they're perfectly safe. <laughs> I was reading about it. Apparently what they did was they took two... Regular contact lenses. This is such a bullshit 1960s thing. You could never do it now. They took two regular contact lenses and put uh, aluminum foil oh my in between God. Oh. And, and, you know, smooshed them together. So there, there was a layer of aluminum foil between the two contact lenses. And then they just gave them the actors and said... So put this shit in your eyes. All right. This reminds me of a story I just read. On, this is this is a departure from Star Trek, but I, I, since that door was opened, I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. Did you guys read the story about the woman who had 27 contact lenses in, yes. her, in her eyeballs? Or yes. What? Yes. They rolled back in her eye. And she was like, I'm mildly uncomfortable. What's going on? And she went to her doctor, she and he's like... the doctor, she's like, I think there's something wrong with my eye. And they pull a stack oh my of contact lenses out, out, of, the back of, her, of, out of the back. And she, the doctor's like, yeah. That would something it, wrong with that would make it uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. There is more than twenty. I mean, yeah, it was I, like twenty-seven. Does wow. she? Does she realize she's not taking them out? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's. You have to wonder if there was something mentally wrong. Yeah, you go. I mean, I can imagine going to sleep with the one, like the really thin <laughs> ones. <and, laughs> she's gonna be back in that doctor's office with fifty. How do you shove twenty-seven contacts in your eye and not be like, where are they all going? <laughs> I've never taken one of these out. I know. I feel like so. I mean, she must have thought they were like disposable, like they yeah. disintegrated maybe, on maybe, your maybe, eyes. Yeah, maybe she thought they were. Yeah, that's right. They were biodegradable. I, I <laughs> swear. That's how. They, that's how you got rid of them. You they just, just leave died them on your they eyes. Just, they just dissolved. You went in when they were when you couldn't see anymore. Put anyone in. That would be an amazing. They should invent that. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Biodegradable contact lenses. I just think like the cartel is like looking at her as like, wow, we could drug mule someone. She <laughs> yeah. have it behind Take people. Shove into her eyeball. <laughs> her her <laughs> sockets are enormous. Her socket. She has the widest sockets I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Take this kilo of heroin. <laughs> 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 
The dogs will never. <laughs> no, nobody's gonna search there behind the eyeball. <laughs> They'll touch your ass. Yeah. They won't touch your eyeballs. Because everybody gets squeamish when you touch an eyeball. Touching that eyeball. You're okay. Go on through. Go on through. Your giant, you're like, clear. bulging eyes. That's. That's, That's fine. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, you can see the discomfort on his face. <laughs> I just... really feel bad for these actors because it oh, it, it's I... so distracting how uncomfortable that. He can't was. even keep his eyes open. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. You know, it's like in my head, I just automatically assumed it was somehow a CGI type thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. In my head, I'm thinking, you thought, oh, oh, they, they added this. La- they must have added, added this later. No. I never even thought that, that was practical. No. Oh my god! I think like, here, put this tin oh, in. Yeah, god. I think they're still in there today. I think he can't go through a, like an alarm at a airport. I think uh, it's like his life still be aluminum foil. <laughs> right. yeah. you, you set off the metal to <laughs> It's my are you, eyes. Are you wearing a belt? It's my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about: pacing. These two have been talking for <laughs> right. 20 yeah. minutes, and what are they even talking about? He's all just telling him what's happening. Though. Right. All you need, the only thing you need to know is he's got magic powers now, right. and it's making him an arrogant asshole, right? Yep. That's the point of this scene. Yeah, and just, I guess they're establishing that the two of them have been friends for a long time, right? So they yeah, feel yeah, bad yeah, when he has yeah, to kill yeah. him at the end. But you could do that a lot faster than they're doing this. Finally. Jim's like, finally, I get to leave. Just the establishing shot of the scene was a good 30 seconds of him laying down. Yeah, no dialogue, like, nobody else in the scene. Oh, he's looking at the computer? Like, yeah. Looking at the or, or, or rather, when he's not actually looking at the direction of the computer. Yeah, because he can't <laughs> Because he doesn't know where and it is. And now he can read super fast. Like, okay, we get it. <laughs> kind of a nice effect of the light shining in his eyeballs. Off that tinfoil. Yeah. Spock's spying on him. It's like the text Please isn't centered. It. I just it's driving me crazy. Like can yeah. the screen. That, is, that is the worst Kindle ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. In the future you're shown it, it's, it's not even paper white. It's wrong. <laughs> yeah, in the future you're shown a blank blue screen every time you flip a page. Because <laughs> it's correct. really good for your you eyes. Get a half a second of just a blue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Star Trek got some things right, some things wrong. What do you want to do? Uh-oh. He can see you watching me. Uh, Doctor, I'll have the sleeveless gown. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to show off the guns. <laughs> Sun's up, guns out, bro. <laughs> yeah, so now he's got powers and he's talking to this. Oh, we still this not McCoy. I don't know what not McCoy is doing here. Right. I don't know. He. I'm sure he has a name, but I'm going to call him not McCoy. Since we never see him again nope. after this episode. He's, he must have died. He's, you know, there's nothing that nerds in Star Trek won't write fanfic about. So there's all kinds of Star Trek stories about, like, this era of the ship mm-hmm. and that doctor. And, like, there's, I mean, Star Trek nerds will write about anything. Mm-hmm. They, will, they will write whole books about characters who appeared in one episode <laughs> of the show. Like, I wonder what that person's whole life was like. Let's imagine it. <laughs> Star Wars is bad like that, too. Star Wars has whole books. books. Star Wars sure. has whole books about, like, the random members of the cantina. You know, like, <laughs> right, right. Guy who was sitting at bar. Like, there's a whole story about what his life was like. So now he can control the 
His own biometrics. Yeah, that readout machine gets a lot of play. <laughs> this episode? And this and, a, episodes? And, and, and I've seen it again. It, 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 oh, it, it comes back. A lot, yeah. yeah. Some PA put a lot of work out of that. That's how medicine is in the future. It's all giant monitor screen. <laughs> <laughs> look how easy it is for me to turn turn around and look at it. <laughs> so is he controlling the machine or is he controlling his no, own? No, he's controlling his own. Body? I think he actually is dead. I think that's the whole point. Is that he... Or is he just fucking around with the machine? Like, you know, some people can mess around with those e meters and just make them go up and down. Right. I'm thinking about it. But... Uh, I just feel it. Why does she care about him? I missed something. Because wasn't he flirting with the panel? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, because she got hit by the same did. thing. It just hasn't taken hold. I gotcha. They have a connection. But they also, she she also scored high on that yeah, ESP yeah, yeah. test. Yeah, yeah. They, they said that. This is another scene that has been going on for a very long time. Uh, we need a change of rooms. Yeah, they've been in this room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the commercial break. <laughs> no. We only had three sets. We gotta get a lot of use out of the hospital set, guys. They didn't give us a lot of money for this pilot, so we're gonna make every... Can you imagine how much money they must have done on this one? Because there's no way they got that much money to do a second pilot. It had to be not, almost nothing. Imagine how much money they, they had to have spent on the first pilot. Right. Because that looks way better. Right. And it's way more interesting the things that they, the sets that they had built. Like, it's not even hard. It's not even on the ship, really. Well, yeah, they're down on the planet most of the yeah. time, right? But then they go through all the different places. He goes to, like, some Renaissance fair. So, so, they told, so they told these guys, you have to do a second pilot, and we want it to be more... They wanted it to be, like, more action-packed, right? I think that's the story. It's oh, like, is it? Okay. The original pilot was sort of too sci-fi, cerebral, fancy pants, and they were like, we want, we want, we want, we want an action show. So instead, they've done a 20-minute hospital scene where he's quoting <laughs> poetry to this woman and talking about philosophy with Kirk. So they didn't really take that note about the action pack. Well, they do. The end is pretty action packed. I'm not sure if it was this one or the first pilot, but at one point they called they called the episode too violent. It, it should possibly be this one. It could be. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know how it could be the first one. And there's uh, so little. That, there's no violence. He, that he, one. Yeah, he pulls this that alien through the window. He comes in. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I must be interrupting something." Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, what, like, one I of the I, was, I thought I was your blonde. Face. <laughs> What's she doing here? <laughs> She's one of the two female archetypes that exist in the future, which is vulnerable woman that will hold your hand when things get shaky, and like the frigid professional yeah. who would never, who could never love. That's right. She's the frigid. Yeah, that's right. You're exactly right. Oh, this is also the, uh, the third major trope of Star Trek, where somebody in the crew gets affected by some force. Uh-huh. And that becomes... This is the... So, in the first three episodes, they do all three. Yeah. They, they, do, they meet something on the planet, they bring something on board, and somebody by the crew gets affected by it. But I don't know if you guys are noticing, they're not doing the shadow on the eyes as much. No. That's like, that was... That there's was, some, I'm pretty sure that later on there's some Sally Kellerman eyes <laughs> lighted up. Some Sally action. Uh, 
I meant to mention early on, I didn't really get to say, if you've never seen the movie MASH, it's great, uh, you should see it. I agree. If you've ever, if you've ever based your opinion of MASH <laughs> on the TV show, you're wrong. Look at that conference table. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the future, but they, you know, they still like their... Formica. Formica wood grain. <laughs> Everything else looks all futuristic, and then there's just like a madman boardroom table in the middle. I like how this device that they're dealing with is called a point. Oh, this is the point that he was talking about. Yeah, there's a problem with points. Of course, the points. Uh, oh, she's spicy. She's mad at him. Yeah, she has an emotional outburst. I keep getting distracted outburst. by his zipper. Look, it's sticking out the back of his <laughs> Yeah. It's like you put it on inside out or something. Mm, so many close-ups here. They have not gotten Spock's look quite right. You're right. No, Spock's it's different. Right. It, he was like, in the, in the first pilot. His eyebrows are all way up high. In the first pilot, he's the same color. He's like... I, when I first saw the pilot, I thought, wow, is that another actor? Like, I thought it was somebody else. Because it didn't look like him. Like, the way I remember Spock looking. Yeah. He looks more like himself in this one. Yeah. But, you still saw he had a darker tinge to the makeup. This episode has got a lot of long dialogue scenes in it. <laughs> so well, far. I mean... There's been a lot of the, sitting around the, talking. The, the way the, that he finally gets the guy... I space was supposed to be exciting. Yeah. The way he finally kills the guy, though, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. When we get to it. Because it seems like he just sort of puts him in a hole and drops a rock on top of him. <laughs> yeah. That's how, you, that's how you deal with gods. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, how does he not survive that? And immediately just fling that rock off of... <laughs> Yeah, when he when he just withstand withstood the blast of the, the phaser rifle, right, I think it is. Yeah, like I think it, which is his one appearance in this oh, series. Yeah, there's a, a large rock above me. There's no possible was, way I can get out of this. That was his. That was his. That's his weakness. That man. was his one. God, weakness. God beats phaser. That's that's not, he was not good at climbing out of holes. Phaser beats <laughs> rock. Yeah. And rock beats God. It's like that answer to that philosophical question: Can God create a rock uh, that he cannot lift? It's like, well, no, it's already created. It was already there. It was already there. I just dropped it out of him. I can do everything but lift rocks. (laughs) (laughs) I have complete power over all time and space, except when it comes to rocks. No control of rocks. I can drop them, but I just can't lift them. Yeah, Uh, that's that classic human frailty. Yeah, yeah. Now they're saying they're gonna have to kill it. Well, Spock's like, you're gonna have to kill these mother. He gives them options of dropping them off on a planet, leaving them there, or killing them. They get that. They get to that position pretty quickly, I think. Well, not really. I guess there's a lot of close-up scenes that happened before there. But, but man, they killed this, these guys off, though. Yeah. Most of the time, when this kind of thing happens, they somehow cure the crew. They don't just kill them to get out of the. Well, I think the they were trying to make it. It's because they were trying to give Kirk like a moral dilemma, right? That was the whole right, right. And it's a pilot; you gotta have stakes. You have to make it sad because they're friends. And he's known him his whole life, and 
So that, yeah, so that, kill him. So that Shatner can crew. stare off wistfully. It gives Shatner a chance to overact, man. <laughs> there is some serious Shatner action yeah. coming up, yeah. man. Especially Enemy Within. He goes bug Oh, well, that one, Insane yeah. in that one. When you get the Shatner on Shatner oh, dialogue, is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the evil Shatner in particular is... Oh, yeah, well, of course. You know that's why they did the episode. He's like, I want to play. I'm yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this, but I really want to be able to cut loose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when am I gonna like start to get to eat scenery, <laughs> write me a character? Thirteen, thirteen point one. Delta Vega six. <laughs> Looks so much better than everything else in the scene. Right. Well, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how bad that must have looked in the original? I really want to see it, though. Yeah, I'm sort of curious myself. I know. They, I kind of miss the old special effects, actually. Yeah. Whenever they show, like, a newer a ship, you know, a shot of the ship from outside, and it's it just looks wrong. It throws you out of it. Yeah, it's yeah. incongruous. It right. I think you almost should have, like, ability to turn, like, switch it, it on and off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. You want obviously, obviously, Netflix, you don't really have an option. I don't know if the Blu-rays gave you both options. So now he's got, now they're showing that he's got actual magic. But he can't lift a rock. He can't lift a rock. <laughs> but he can lift a cup. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's his limit. <laughs> we just saw there. That's a that's the that's one of the jokes of that the, that Marvel comic that has Squirrel Girl. What is it? No, is that she always wins? Not, not her, but that they're one of the one of the people in that group. Her power is a telekinesis, but only over very small objects. <laughs> <laughs> she can't. <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, think how handy that would still well, be. I know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's why he could. They did. He couldn't lift the rock because he could only lift very small things. That makes sense. <laughs> It's like, I can lift small things, and I cannot lift anything. Why wouldn't that be applicable to people with, yeah, right. you know? Your telekinesis is only as much to actually what you actually could physically carry. Yeah. <laughs> if you couldn't physically carry it, then you can't lift it. Your mind can't lift it either. It's cool. I read a couple Squirrel Girl comics recently. They're making a TV show. Uh, yeah, that's right. I heard yeah, that. Yeah, it's going to be on uh, Freeform on the old ABC Family Channel. And the, the chick from the AT&T commercial is playing Squirrel Girl. Oh, now, now things have started. Yeah. Some, it's got some force. Yeah, force powers. Force lightning. A young George Lucas yeah. is getting some the ideas. Young George Lucas. But apparently Watch the, this episode. Apparently, <laughs> apparently the force He's pulling back up his pants, ceasing his masturbation, and writing some of these ideas down. The lightning cannot break rocks, though. Sally Tillman looks like she's about to go on vacation. I have my shoulder bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all packed. Let's go. <laughs> uh, See, it, he can still he, you still get him with a shot to the gut. Yeah, yeah. He may be all powerful, but uh, what's, who are you giving that to? <laughs> Not McCoy's ready to go. Not McCoy's also got a bag. And somehow, even though he's Knocked out. They like gun him full of fucking Valium. It didn't work. And they do it again. He's like passed out, but somehow able to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Just stayed there. He's like, what what is, who is the Asian <laughs> helper boy? A short round. <laughs> the house <laughs> of the of the teleporter room. Whoa. Oh, uh, the mad artist really. 
earn their pennies on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where they're going to strand him. Yes. If they choose that option. That's the option they chose. He can't kill his friend. Oh, but he can. He will. He drops a black rock on top of him. This episode's a real drag. I gotta say, <laughs> that 7.8 rating is seeming way high. <laughs> Oh, Spock's ready to go. Spock's got his gun. I love, the, I love the the gun belts they wear. Yeah. Does she have her powers yet? Not that yet. hasn't happened. No. It's when he breaks out of his cell that she gets her powers. She looks in the mirror and she's got a glowy eyes. Uh huh. No wonder she did so much drugs, man. Her eyes must have been painted. Yeah, I mean, who can blame her? The placement of the actors in this is so, like, well-balanced. It's just like, once you hit your mark, stay there. Stand yeah. right there. Stand in perfect tableau. The camera sees everything. Demoris. <laughs> the tilted head. Uh, he's trying to see through the little holes. He's trying holes to see that, through there. The holes <laughs> they see through the tinfoil. <laughs> uh, uh, like if I go like, put my head way back, I can kind of see through the down. <laughs> yeah. You can see the holes that they poked in. I know. Yeah. <laughs> How old do you think Shatner was when they when this started? Like you were gonna guess 30-ish. how old is he in this? He's gonna be thirty, right? Thirty. He's in his eighties now. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was like thirty-five. Thirty-five. When they did this, and he stayed that way for a long time. Gary, no. <sighs> oh, now see, right there. How did they make him disappear if he had him in his eyes? I don't know. Blended two shots. Optical effect. Wow! Uh, maybe put the eyes that second of camera shot that he got to not have to wear the thing. Yeah. Like, Sweet relief. Yay, double exposure. <laughs> uh, can you imagine taking those off? You'd be very careful. Oh my god. They must have been blind for months after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These are the things I think about when I'm <laughs> Although, but she, like, handles it like a champ. She's like, I'm keeping my eyes open. Well, she was so fucking high, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put one of these in. They just drop in and they yeah. Oh! Quick sky, he's like, yeah. <laughs> Should we bolt that down next? <laughs> it will just be replaced. It doesn't have to be rewired. <laughs> no, you just, it's just it's automatically it's plug and play. Plug and play. Yeah. You just drop it in and it goes. Yeah. Look at that! Like a cocking gun, fucking rifle laser. Dude, he's gonna go like cock a bathroom. The rifle laser doesn't get used very often. No. 
They used it quite a bit when you get to next generation. Yeah. They ran around, oh, yeah, they yeah, ran yeah, around yeah. with rifles quite a bit on that show. Look at Spock's eyebrows. Those are like some caterpillars they got on his head. And quite figured in his mouth yet. They wired the planet to blow. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they doing this? Because they think he might have to they might have to self-destruct. Yeah, him. in case he gets out before they can get the ship away. They can just blow up the planet. Uh, <laughs> like a really seems like a proportional over- response. Yeah, it seems like an overreaction, but okay. <laughs> you could just go down there and try to kill him. Yeah, yeah, you could shoot yeah. with that laser gun that Spock's got. I don't realize there's all those God-killing rocks everywhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, Shatner had Have you, plan, have you like, thought about using a rock? <laughs> now I'm just going to destroy this facility. is with a large rock. I, 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 I wired up the self-destruct sequence. <laughs> Maybe we could just use a rock. Yeah. Well, I mean, I that's why they felt like they needed to blow up the planet. <laughs> Because then eventually uh, that the explosion. You know what planet's him. made out of? Rocks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, the, the explosion wouldn't kill him, but the falling rocks one might <laughs> land on him and they toast. That is a fuck ton of rocks. <laughs> yeah, that's a good only plan. way to be sure. <laughs> oh. We're going to be drinking here soon. Oh. So for those of you who, this might be the first time you're listening, we, we drink one to the homies. So is this every time, the first time this is the first death? A red shirt dies, we drink to him. This guy's not technically wearing a red shirt, but okay. Has there actually been a red shirt? Not dead, yet. Dead? Death uh, with a red shirt? I don't shirt. think so. Uh. Well, we drink to you. I don't, didn't catch a name. <laughs> <laughs> we drink to you, one-time guest. Engineer character. <laughs> yeah, I think that while they're in the cloud at the galaxy edge, they it, they do a damage report and they say nine nine casualties. Yeah, that, that happens. Uh, all and time. I know it doesn't count, but nine people died. <laughs> <Murray> died. <laughs> just so, just to, just so that they can go into this weird pink thing. Yeah, if you want to keep a tally there. <laughs> I guarantee you, there are somewhere out there in Star Trek land. You can look it up on the internet. Oh yeah, of course. someone. Someone has written sure. fan fiction about that character we just saw get strangled. Like, oh, <laughs> his whole history on the Enterprise. I just love that we're like that we're like venturing oh, into very well tread territory, but bl- fairly blindly. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the things we're saying. Somebody has dissected to like the atom I, level. You bet. <laughs> it's not in the top two paragraphs of Wikipedia. <laughs> <It's not laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this because you want to learn no, about Star that's Trek, a mistake. this is the wrong <laughs> podcast. Yeah. This is the, not the right show for you if you're looking for actual information about how Star Trek got made. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor gave Shatner gave some, some gum. Shatner something. Like <laughs> yeah. Here, 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 <laughs> yeah, I told you to quit smoking. This is weird. He's like, don't wake Spock up until I'm gone. I can't take his I told you so face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, just don't, Spock. Don't. I know. I don't need this right now. I know, Spock. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I like to say? Spock's an aggressive Spock. I swear to God. <laughs> if I hear I told you so, come out of your mouth.
Neutron radiation. That's something we can do. Yeah. <laughs> now, but here's the weird thing. They seem to be perfectly fine to just stay on this planet. Yeah, why why do they have to why don't they just all leave? Yeah. I presume it's because his power would grow so great that they're worried he'll become That would be yeah, he would become a, a spacefaring power. Uh-huh. Because he's here. Really, all he's able to do this is a this is the shittiest version of paradise I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> he's like, I will create a paradise for us. Here's a small pond with a rock. Here's a, here's a small pond. <laughs> Amazing. And look at her. She's like, I've never seen the light. <laughs> it's not the Genesis planet. It's no. just. Uh, it's, a <laughs> it's, pre, it's a precursor. It, it's like he's like look what I have done. What I can do. That's, that's how he has to look at ground level is like through like under the context by looking straight up into the sky. I made water come out of this rock. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, that's a very sparse uh right. Eden there. I mean Gilligan's Island was nicer looking than <laughs> Again, they were shooting out of budget. Uh, one would assume a yeah. fairly small budget. Here comes Jim. <laughs> with a plunger. With a highly unintimidating weapon. <laughs> yeah, it a, does look a, like some kind of proctology, like, come along to joke fuck up prop. Their fun. That's All a, they want to do is hang out and eat in here. Sit, a, sit next to the brook. Here comes a stealthy, stealthy Kirk. <laughs> Not, this is the best. <laughs> this is like unnecessary. Like, why did he just. Whoa! Whoa! He's already figured out. His only fear is falling rocks. <laughs> so I sensed fear when that rock fell. That was. Yeah, that is the least stealthy scene. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that rock was. Right? He didn't even touch it. He <laughs> just went over for no reason. He immediately just gives up, too. Like, all right, well, He's I'm like, going to keep walking then. I guess he knows I'm here now. <laughs> mm, that sight. Sight there. <laughs> <laughs> On the weapon? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem very useful, but... <laughs> This is the worst. It's, it's, the it's worst. Taking, it feels like it took him hours to get there. Like. <laughs> Give me that. I didn't say you could have that. <laughs> And Kirk has no oh. idea. Oh, there he is. I see. Yeah, she probably didn't even need to use her mind's eye to see him there because he was really, <laughs> like, like, literally like right there. Yeah, he was right there. You can, you can use your regular eyes. <laughs> you can just use your regular eye. <laughs> Somebody built that. <laughs> some some prop guy yeah. actually built That's that. a lot to build, man. <laughs> look at that gun. I'm pretty sure that's a shovel like, handle on the end. Yeah. yeah. But look at somebody built that rock. Yeah. Rock, man. That, that's the biggest. 
biggest paper mache project. <laughs> and they use those rocks over and over again. Yeah, focus, that's good. focus. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Get it? Ah, yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. Virtual! <laughs> ah, seven and nine, she looks like to me. Kurt's always talking about humanity and God's needing compassion, things like that. He is our representative in space. Yeah. Yeah. Wisely chosen. He's always a little bit shiny, also. Yeah. Like, he he's also got, yeah, he glistens. Like, she's not shiny at all. Yeah. He is. He's been working. Later, you will see actual squirt models on the set. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I think it's the next episode. <laughs> the combat roll. <laughs> yes. That's a classic Shatner move, is the, the unnecessary dive <laughs> and roll. <laughs> Force pull. Yeah, he was barely even holding on to that right <laughs> Lightly floated away. <laughs> like, you could have grabbed for it, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are we going to do with that rock? The rock. Bow, bow, bow. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> with the wrong name on it, the tombstone. <laughs> is it? Jim's like, it's you're my best friend. You don't know what my middle name <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, oh, it's R, right? I've been friends with you for 20 years. Yeah, but it's, it's How do you not know my middle name is Tiberius? Tiberius. <laughs> <laughs> Guess we weren't all that close to begin with after all. <laughs> Stop it, Gary. Gary, that's a bad Gary. <laughs> with these hands. <laughs> Look at these hands. Oh, Shatner gets some good Shatnering in here, yeah. right? where he has to put his hands together, he has to clap his hands together and pray. That's in this one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's going to make him. Neil! Neil before Zod. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff Shatner no, and there's, 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 He like, does like these moves with his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he does one where all it makes Shatner do is go and There, wiggle. right there, no, right no. there. Then he puts his hands together. Now he's just going to shake his hand to make him wiggle a little bit. Watch. Hysterical. <laughs> 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 There's no practical reason but look for at him face. to make him do that. Look at what Shadra's doing. That's like, that, this is his favorite kind of acting. He loves doing this stuff. What, for having con- her, her, her seems like her. Her better than him. Yeah. Cool, yeah. She's able to open her eyes fully. Oh. Zap. So, dude, this, this is all the. F- this, this is, is essentially the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm serious. This is like. It was all you here. You were joking when you said George Lucas <laughs> got some ideas. Yeah. So. This is Vader and the Emperor all yeah. over again. I mean, that looks like. Yeah, even when Luke gets, like, zapped and. Or, yeah, yeah. Vader, yeah. <laughs> that was really dramatic. Oh, oh, oh sweet relief. Focus. Now drop a rock on him. Oh, boom. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, really fight. Oh, first. wait, was that you a... You gotta do the two-handed hit. The two-handed uh, over the... 
That is not William Shatner. Did you that. see that Chop. stunt guy? <laughs> yeah. In the wide shot? It wasn't him. That's, oh. <laughs> that's not Shatner. Clearly, yeah. Not clearly. Yeah. He didn't oh, oh, shirt rip. Shirt rip. Every time uh, Kirk's uh, shirt is inexplicably ripped, we drink. Or gone, yeah. Yeah. You see, all those wide shots is not, those are not Shatner. Any of those. Or the other guy. It's not the other actor either. Yeah. In an unrelated scene, five miles away. <laughs> oh no, a god killer! AKA Rock. Oh. Got his Mercury powers back. Yeah, he was gonna kill him with that little rock, but he's gonna. <laughs> he's realizing he's gonna need a bigger <laughs> rock. <laughs> I thought this tiny rock would do, but no. Uh. Uh, uh. Sally Coleman's like, do you want me to just lie here on the ground while this is happening? <laughs> yeah. Do you know All what right. you do best? <laughs> you want a rock? Here's a fucking rock. Tearing his shirt makes him look like he's got, he caught a zipper on something. Yeah. He tore that way. Uh-oh. Ah. Uh, God killer. It lands perfectly. Yeah, I know. The grave-sized rock. That, the, the, the gap between the size of the rock and the bottom of it is like <laughs> a foot. It's yeah. a perfect fit. He'd just be sitting there. It wouldn't have crushed him. He's just... <laughs> yeah, he's just down there thinking, uh, now, now I'm pissed. <laughs> My pride. <laughs> yeah, my pride is what hurts more than anything. I'll just wait here for them to go away, and then uh... I'm just gonna let. I'm just gonna catch my breath here for a minute. Yeah. Once they're gone, once they're gone, I'll do my pod. Wait. And she dies too for some reason. Yeah, because he electrocuted her. He turned well, why did the electrocution hit him? Because he was stronger than she was, yeah. right? He had the higher ESP score. Oh. That <laughs> that's that sight there on the gun taken from a 1962 Buick Skylark. <laughs> yeah, I know. And is, uh, really, yeah. <laughs> uh. I think Star Trek was sponsored by like Chesterfield cigarettes or something like that. <laughs> like the show needs more smoking. That weird microphone thing doesn't last either after this episode. You never really see that again. For his recorder? Yeah, whatever that is. I love the screens that have nothing on them. Oh, like, here we're back to the blonde chick staring at the wall. Yep. Oh, Spock shares feelings. Spock sharing feelings. That should be a drink. Every yeah. time Spock shares it's, feelings. It's like Absolutely. every episode, though. <laughs> Which is good, I guess. Yeah. If you enjoy drinking. And there we go as the Enterprise flies off into space. Amazing. James Glass James Goldstone. You adequately directed that episode. <laughs> So there you have it for episode three. That was I was that was a real letdown. Yeah. I say. Yeah. It's been a long time since I watched that. Like probably since I was a kid, and it it 
it was a lot better when I, the way I remembered it. Like in my head, it was a lot better than it actually is. Yeah, like I said, it was just rough for me to watch this after seeing just the previous, you know, two. There are long stretches of not anything happening. Just like this podcast. Long stretches right. of <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should call the show. <laughs> long stretches of nothing. Welcome to Long Stretches. <laughs> Star Trek podcast. We have we we adhere to the James Gold standard. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything else to say about I, that. All right. I don't well, know. I, I, Why don't you wrap this one up? All right. Well, thank you for listening. I've been Sean Mason. I'm Matt Bibb. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>